Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. That's right, baby. The most charismatic man in entertainment is back with this guy, Dimitri. How you doing, man? What's up, man? Good to be here. So, Black Lives Matter. Uh, I have some bones to pick with them, and I have some things I want to address about them. But before I get into it, uh, what is your opinions on the Black Lives Matter organization? Because I've been seeing a lot of mixed reviews uh, and, you know, different opinions about them. Do you support them? Is there certain things you don't like about them? Well, for me, Black Lives Matter isn't an organization, to be honest with you. There is no organization to it. You know, there's no – my opinion on it is the fact that there's no leaders to Black Lives Matter. There's no board to Black Lives Matter. There's no buildings. There's no infrastructure. There's no united, you know, front. There's no, you know, resources. People donate to Black Lives Matter all the time, but where is this, you know, money going to? What's the goal? What has it accomplished, you know, since, you know, people started saying that, you know, at the top of the year, you know, last year? I mean, nothing, you know, aside from awareness, you know, you, that, that's like that's like if you have like a like a sickness or disease that you're aware of, are you going to just continue to be aware of it? Or are you going to do something about it? You know, what's the goal? You know, I think Black Lives Matter is kind of like a basketball team that's got no coach, that's got no plays, no nothing. It's just like, oh, well, go out there and do the best you can. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? People are just kind of, you know, all over the place. No, you need organization. You need you need a front. So to me, Black Lives Matter is really nothing but like a socially, you know, engineered, freaking, you know, social media awareness, you know, project, like a vanity project more so than anything else. And it's not to say that, you know, I, I said in my one of my podcasts, it's not to say that there isn't aspects to Black Lives Matter that's not genuine or sincere, but it's just that, you know, what are we what are we doing? You know, where are we going? It's kind of like a, you know, a ship with no sail. Right. Yeah, I I've been hearing a lot of people complaining about Black Lives Matter because of the fact that people do donate money and you don't see where that money goes. Like where yeah. is that money? Is that just sitting in somebody's bank account? You know, what are they doing with that? But my problem isn't with that, with the organization or quote unquote organization. It's okay. So George Floyd, uh, his death was absolutely ridiculous. It was disgusting. And that support them coming out and, you know, all, all types of minorities and, and, and people coming out, you know, and uh, support for uh, George Floyd and getting justice for him. My thing isn't so much about George Floyd, but I think this ha we have to have a conversation about black on black crime, gang violence, because I feel like Black Lives Matter only come out when white people kill black people. And that's from George Floyd um, to, you know, other uh, black people that were killed by authorities or you know, that guy like Dylan who, who killed a bunch of black people. And I understand it. I know those, those, those deaths and, and the um, t publicity around it is, warrants a discussion. But I think gang violence, hip-hop music that promotes gang violence, black-on-black -black crime, we have to talk about that because I feel like they don't come out and they talk about that. Um, you know, Ferris is a few cases. Um, I don't know if you heard, but there was a 60-year-old uh, kid who was uh, shot and stabbed in his apartment building and then set on fire. Then you had a, a father walking in the Bronx with his four-year-old daughter and a bunch of people rolled up on him, shot him in cold blood in the middle of the day. And, you know, even celebrities like Pop Smoke, Nipsey Hussle, 
all these people are getting killed by fellow black people. And I haven't heard any outrage about that. And I haven't heard any, uh, a peep. So I I just want to say like, do you think that's a problem? Do you think uh, gang violence in our communities is a problem? And black lives matter should take a stand for that too. Well, I've said, you know, again, I said in, in, you know, one of my podcasts, y'all check out the MDJ podcast on YouTube. But one of the things I said is that, you know, black people are by far, you know, the most divided, you know, race, ethnicity, you know, whatever you want to call it, group of, you know, human beings on this earth. And there is no black unity, you know, to say that, oh, black people, you know, come together. That, that's a, that's an absolute farce. Because I said to, you know, one of the guys I was talking to on there is the fact that, you know, if I was in, you know, Brooklyn or if I was in Harlem somewhere past midnight, you know, 1, 2 a.m. in the morning, I'm not going to the group of black guys on the street asking them for directions. You know what I'm saying? There's no, you know, hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, in fact, you know, probably the people that have the most heat for me in this world are black people. You know, I feel like... I have to be just as, you know, worried about, you know, a fellow black guy than I would, you know, a white person. So, you know, to me, I I understand why some people say that because, yeah, it is true. You know, no one no one says anything about that when, you know, another black guy, you know, shoots and, and kills another black guy in cold blood. In fact, people don't really pay that any mind. You know what I'm saying? But right. I think that for Black Lives Matter, and, and the thing is, and I actually said this a while ago, that you know, we shouldn't call it Black Lives Matter anymore. We need to call it something else because we didn't, Black Lives Matter wasn't created by a black person. It's not run by black people. It's not funded by black people. You know, the money does not go to black people. It's not our movement, you know, whatsoever. We need to be calling it something else. You know what I'm saying? The only time black people seem to ever want to come together or the last time I saw any sort of black, you know, unity or pride was when Black Panther came out, you know, know, two years ago, last year, whenever it came out. You know what I'm saying? That was the right. only time that you saw people, you know, coming together, but that was for a fictional country. But yet we don't do that, you know, within ourselves, which is why I say that a, a Wakanda can never exist because black people, you know, don't have the capacity to come together on all sides, on all scales to build something that's for us and by us. So and it's just never going to happen because we don't care enough about each other and we don't have enough mutual love for ourselves in order to, you know what I'm saying, fight back against anything. This is why you see police, you know, shooting people and, you know, having their knees on necks and, you know, people getting shot and, you know, beaten and all that stuff. And then usually the people that are standing by and watching with their phones are black people. Right. You see what I'm saying? And then, well, they don't have to worry about it because, you know, they're like, oh, well, I know the the, the black bystanders don't care about the black person I'm about to shoot and kill in cold blood or, or suffocate. So, you know, I don't have anything to worry about. We don't have a sovereign country. You know, Africa is divided too. You see, you have Italian people. An Italian person gets, 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 gets you know, killed the way that black people do, and then it, it, it makes national news. Italy is going to say something. A Russian person get, gets killed that way. Russia is going to come on and say something. China, Japan, you see what I'm saying? Like Mexico, they're probably going to come out and say something. Canada, maybe. But you know, black people, we don't have, we don't have nothing. We don't have a Wakanda. We don't have a Zamunda. We don't have anything. So this is why black, the, 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 the farce or the fallacy, or, you know, to some people, the movement of Black Lives Matter is always going to be what it's been until we can come together. But that is just, you know, wishful thinking. 
Yeah, I, I got to give a, a, some credit to, um, I was watching a YouTuber named Hassan Campbell. He's a guy who was raised in New York City. And his YouTube video, he talks a lot about, um, you know, controversial issues and stuff going on in the world. And one thing he said, and I agree with him, is the fact that when you see black celebrities, you know, when they start getting famous, what is the first thing they do? They leave their hometown. And why is that the case? You know, a lot of other races, when they, they blow up, they stay in their hometown, they give back to the community and stuff like that. But black people, you know, and it's, you know it's unfortunate. Why? Nipsey stayed on Crenshaw and he got shot on Crenshaw, Miss Lawson. Exactly. Look at XX uh, Takashion. He was in his own neighborhood and someone rolled up on him and murdered him in cold, uh, cold blood. So yeah. it's, why is that? I, I, I usually joke, but I think this is a conversation we have to have, not only as, you know, for Black Lives Matter, but as black people. We have to have this conversation is that why the only time people come together is when, uh, you know, a guy like Derek murders a black guy like George Floyd. I think when another black person murders another black person, especially in cold blood, we have to have that conversation. We can't just run around and scream and, and march and protest only when a white guy shoots a black guy. Because even though that happens, racism is alive and well. We all know that is true. But I'm sure places like Chicago, New York, where, where crime is at an all-time high, black people kill another black people. You know, just, just when I was in New York, uh, my old neighborhood where my sister lives. She was telling me there's shootings there every day. And I know a few people I grew up with. They will walk from the corner store and people roll up on them and shoot them. Mm -hmm. And you see, and this is what happened every weekend. At one point in New York, there was about uh, 40 shootings in one weekend. And this was like maybe a month ago. And we have to have that conversation. We have to figure out why is it the only time we talk about something this serious it's only when it's a white on black issue, when we have to fix problems in our own community. Because right. let's say, you know, tomorrow we, we end the white on black violence, right? But we still killing each other. What good is that doing to us? Because we don't, because black people don't care about each other. Like I said, if I, if I were to walk in a neighborhood that I'm not from, you know, around, you know, the wrong, you know, niggas per se, it, it's probably going to be a problem. And I don't even know these dudes. I mean, what do you think was happening in areas like Compton, you know, back in the day, there was a certain neighborhoods you couldn't go to just because you could, you could just be a regular kid, you know, going to school, walking somewhere. And then, you know, you got a, you got a problem. You watch boys in the hood. Where, where do you think that's just coming from? Art imitates life. You see what I'm saying? And, and, the reason why the reason why you know you have a lot of celebrities who leave you know their hometown don't come back or invest in anything is because you got to worry about the people that you know you know were there when you had nothing and they still have nothing but you made something of yourself and then you know human history has shown that we're always trying to take something from somebody else that's not ours instead of you know cultivating it for themselves so instead of saying all right you know what let me just try to do what he's doing or get motivated by him making moves and then let me try to do something for myself instead people are going to try to hit a lick you know and then try to come up off of you by either robbing you killing you you know doing something that's just how that's just how it is uh, a youtuber i like to watch he said how uh, he almost got jumped he, he went to he went to a store and basically there were these two guys that were there and then pretty much he felt like they were gonna you know do something to him and i'm pretty sure he didn't specify but i bet you if i asked him you know what the ethnicity of them 
they were black. I'm pretty sure they were black. Dude was saying he had a bubble jacket on with no shirt underneath. And then when one of the, the, the employees came up to him asking him, oh, you know, uh, are, are you guys looking for anything? And they're like, nah, you know, well, we can't afford, you know, uh, everything's too expensive here. So what y'all doing there? You see what I'm saying? It was when we had to call his friends, like 10 people to come and be there for him. You shouldn't have to worry about it. So when things like that are going on, I understand people because, so let's say if someone who's on the opposite side of what we're talking about, so then they're going to say, well, you know, black, black on black crime, you know, shouldn't matter because, you know, police shouldn't be doing what they're doing. But hey, if we don't police ourselves, then we can't worry about them when we're not right within ourselves. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's like, if you can't even, you know, if your health isn't right, like if, if you're not right internally, then how can you expect everything externally to get better when things aren't right in-house? Exactly. Right. Right. And so, and, and that, I mean, that's just, that's just the way that things are. And unfortunately that's just the way that things are, you know, going to be, yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see people, black people coming together and it being in style. I just, I just, I just don't see it. You're not going to see a, a black, like a, like another, you know, black Panther party, you know, or, you know what I'm saying? Some type of, you know, black excellence group. Cause the only thing I've seen on online is like the faithful, black men association and really that's just kind of like a you know relationship you know thing oh you know black men don't cheat that's like social media you know what i'm saying right yeah black them, them guys cheat. them guys let's say if i ran into another dude who 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 follows them he probably he's gonna be very be very you know slow to show me show me love you know what i'm saying like i don't expect love from a black person on the street i don't i don't yeah. ain't no ain't, ain't ain't no ain't no southern hospitality you know up here and then even down south i'm pretty sure it's the same thing you know what i'm saying like this is what it is and that's facts like there is no rebuttal to that so even even someone who's like uh you know oh well you know what i'm saying like pretty much what you're saying there's no there's no response because it's all true everything i'm saying is facts it's like this is saying that you have to have a, a solid foundation to build the building you can't just build the building and expect for it to stand up so for me yeah we can go out and protest and, and, and get justice for george floyd but if we don't fix our own foundation that's all crumbling because yes, we, we got Derek in jail, but we still getting people shot all, you know, at record time right now. And it's fellow black people shooting each other. And, and one thing that happened was, so one of the prominent leaders for black lives matter, I can't remember his name, uh, but he did an interview, uh, you know, talking about uh, white uh, violence uh, uh, from police officers to black people. But yet he, he loves all these songs that, promote gang violence, you know, oh, I caught a body, I dropped a dude, you know, all this stuff. So you can't, for me personally, you can't say Black Lives Matter and then go support gang rap. It just doesn't work. It doesn't yeah, correlate man. to each other. You can't say Black Lives Matter and then turn your back when a gang decides they want to kill people. It, it, it just doesn't Lots happen. Somebody, it just doesn't work. You know, uh, I think this was out in New York and, you know, it was a black girl who, who rejected the dude's, you know, advances. And then what did he do? He took his longboard and bashed her in the face with it. You know, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm just seeing that. And a lot of times, you know, people on the outside looking in, that reflects me. That reflects you, you know, just the people who might, you know, judge black people just based off a video like that. You know what yeah. I mean? It, again, there, there is no, there's no collective black pride. There's no togetherness. There's no unity. There's no, you know what I'm saying, camaraderie or none of that. You know, I, I've honestly come to to really feel like, hey, I don't, I don't really see color. I, you know, I judge people, you know, purely based off of, you know, my relationship with you, 
in your character. And I go off of that. I don't just assume, oh, because this person is black, you know, they have my best interest or they got my back or we going to be cool. No, no. Cause I've had more issues in my life with, with, you know, more black people than white people. So. And that's interesting. I had a conversation in college with um, someone in my scholarship and they said that same thing. They said they get that feeling of, of being uneasy with a lot of other black people, but not with white people. And some people might say, oh, the, they're coon, you're a coon, and, you know, just throwing all these insults. That's not being coon. That's just being real. It's being honest. Yeah, you're just quicker, they're just, you're just quicker to catch animosity from another, from another, you know, black dude. This is facts. This is facts. Like, I, I, could, I, could, I could come up with a few anecdotes just based off of my issues with black dudes that I just don't even freaking know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even know this dude. And then it just might be, you know, some type of static for whatever freaking reason. You see what I'm saying? I mean, this is all really, everything we're talking about right now is all by design. So I can't even really say that it's collectively black people's fault. This, it's by design for us to be the way that, the way that we are. Because right. again, if you notice, in, Indian people, Asian people, Japanese, other ethnicities, they don't have that problem. We do. We're the only ones that do. You don't think that that's, that's, by, that's not a coincidence? That's just by design. It's really by design. And unfortunately, we don't have the collective consciousness to critically think and say, wow, you know, this, this is by design. Let's do something about it. Because it's not in style. You know, it's in style for, you know, everybody to just have their own and people just have their own lives and their own bubbles. And then, you know, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So if, right. if your life... And your well-being doesn't, why should I care about your life and well-being if it doesn't, you know, affect me in any way? So why should I care about you? Yeah, like, it's, tell me shit. yo, I, I had a, I had a, a you know, a moment of, of um, clarity uh, one day and I was thinking, do I actually have a problem with cops? I've never had a bad interaction with cops. And I'm not saying... There's not bad apples out there, but like where I live in LA, uh, my, my route, when I jog, I always pass cops. I always say hi. And you know, the funny thing is I've never felt like my life was ever in jeopardy because of it. But I always think about the time where when I was in New York, I almost got jumped by 10 black dudes because someone decided to steal something from me. And I, you know, I had to go to the cops because it was, it, it's a long story. But I had to go to cops for it. And I was a young dude. I was only 16. But I had a bunch of black guys from 20 to 35 years old trying to jump me and stab me mm-hmm. for this. And, I'm, and let, let me say something. I'm not trying to come at black people. I'm not saying I hate it's black facts. people. I'm not saying that. But I, ha- I, I have to say we have to look at a deeper. We have to look at the deeper conversation. This is not just a white and black thing. This is a black issue where... And I'm not the only one who feels like this. And I'm sure there's many uh, black people who feel like this, even down to your parents who don't even like working with black people, who don't even trust other black people. And they'd rather hire a white accountant. And people might call them out for that, but you have to look at the meaning of why. Why do people feel that way? Because quite frankly, the way you grow up, you know, if you grow up in the hood, you get, you get engineered to seeing all this, this BS and 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 the odds just, that goes on, just, just and it influences you. Have hostile energy. Yeah, and I gotta say, this. I think one way that this all can change is prioritizing education. 
because you know everybody always want to scream the latest rap song, but nobody wants to go to school and pick up a book. I don't even. I don't even think. I don't. It goes to me. It's it's a lot more deep rooted than than education. I get that, and I think people educating themselves, you know, would help. But to piggyback off of what you were talking about with, you know, um, you know, you you saying that ten ten black guys were gonna you know jump you and shit like that. Like the last time I could think I had you know or it, like I had like a physical altercation with somebody where I got into it. It was with a freaking black guy that was twice my age. I'm talking about probably in his mid, you know, 40s and shit like that. And I never forgot that. And you want to know why? It's because he wasn't looking at me like, all right, this is a young brother. You know, maybe he don't know any better, so let me talk to him. Nah, he was trying to, he was trying to buck up, like trying to literally try to fight me, dog. And I mind you, I was like 22, 23 at the time. He's like 45, 46. And then you know who had my back? Those people, the people who had my back, they weren't black. They weren't black people that had my back. In fact, most of them were white. People, people that just randomly work, like people that I worked with that just happened to be at the mall at that, who were there at that right time to like break the shit up. Right. When right. I turned, when I turned around, it was pretty much white dudes and a Hispanic dude that had my back. It wasn't black people. So, I mean, not that I even remember black people being around, but I wouldn't expect them to, to, to be like, yo, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There is, there is no, like a situation, now it's 2016. A situation like that says a lot. Yeah. Because that would have been his chance to say, you know what? Let me let me talk to him. Maybe, you know, instead of me trying to fight this dude, acting like he's younger than me, let me figure out what's going on and try to help the young brother. There's no black mentors out here. And then even if there are, they're not in abundance. We don't we don't care about each other. We don't stick together. That's what I'm saying. And you can't, that's like that goes that boils down to like character. You can't teach that. You can't, you can't go to school and teach character. And, and when people, they go to school, they go to school to benefit themselves. They don't go to school thinking how they can help other people nine times out of 10. That doesn't involve their job and everything. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. People don't teach, parents don't teach, you know, finances and what they know and then pass it on to their kids so their kids can make sound decisions. That's why you have a lot of black people that don't have great credit because their parents, we don't learn that in school. You don't learn when you're in high school, middle school about credit and financial literacy and all that types of stuff. So that's why people spend their 20s, you know, cleaning up their mess when their parents could have helped by educating their kids, you know, putting them up on game so they can avoid that. So they can be able to have something for themselves so they won't be in that, in that type of position. Because I didn't grow up where people were, where my parents were like, oh, you know, you have to do this and this and that with money, blah, blah, blah. No, it wasn't like that. I had to right. come up on that information myself. After, after having had made mistakes. So, and that's on a grand scale. That's, I've heard so many people go through the same type of thing. Now, there are some people that do have good parents where, you know, they taught them certain things. So once they get of age, you know, they don't hit certain potholes. But at the same time, the majority, it's not like that. Even people that I know that, you know, I might admire for some, you know, reason, they're not quick to try to help me with anything. Like I said, people, most people have, black people, they have what they have for themselves and then they shut the door behind them. So it, it doesn't even have to be, you know, being rich or, or famous or anything like that. People just do that on a day to day. You know, black families don't stick together, but you see white families, they do that. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think, why do you think people always, you know, associate, you know, being Jewish with, with wealth and stuff? Because they fucking stick together. Right. Same with, same with Asians. Oh, you know, the, the Asian kid is the smartest kid, in, smartest kid in the school. You know why? Because that started at home. You're right. Yeah, you're right. 
But so it's a it's a fun it's a fundamental issue that has been going on for I don't even since before I was born since before I was even here, and it's not going anywhere clearly because I'm not listening to these famous because even the famous people what are they it's not like they're really putting people up on game about stuff that we really need to know like that. Kanye talking about contracts and stuff like that for him it's for his own benefit. People acting like he's doing he's really doing people a favor by talking about you know contracts. And record labels and ownership. These are problems that don't have to do with him. These are rich people. This is Kanye West problems. That's not the problems of collective people. If he really wanted to do something, he would say, All right, you know what? Let me have, let me go on tour and do speaking events and make them either free or affordable for people to come through. So not charging an arm and a leg for that. Kanye West charges like $800 for t shirts. And who are the people that are buying them for the most part? Those are black people. Right. So you see what I'm saying? Like it's 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 by everything that's going on right now. Everything that we're talking about is by design. He know what he's doing by doing that because everything is to benefit him. People are like, yeah, Kanye, he's spinning, he's spinning. I'm like, well, what is he really talking about? How does that affect me? Right, right. You're right. It's because it, it, to me, it just, it really just makes me sick because this world is like a. We want to act like this is a. And and the thing is, this is an interpersonal society to an extent. But this whole world is really about what you can do for yourself and your immediate world. That's it. We don't fucking care about each other. Or black people don't care about each other because all we think about is what we can do for ourselves, our family, and then some of our friends, and then that's it. Most people, they don't think, oh, all right, you know, I have the means. Let me open up a community center. I talked about this in my podcast. Open up community center, you know, or LeBron James creating an app, you know, to help people out when they get pulled over by police. So we have our own first responders. We don't have anything. I, I just get pissed off just the more that I think about it because there's nothing I can do. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing I can do. Right. It's like, like helplessness and, and like powerlessness and then just the lack of, of just wanting better for us collectively is lack. Right. It doesn't exist. And then we front, we go on, we go on social media, we front like these are the things that we really want. No, we don't because when you see a black person, you're not, you're not bigging him up. You're not asking him how he's doing. A freaking... A freaking black kid that I went to high school with killed himself the other day. No one cares. I don't know if you ever heard of Etika. Um, he was a he was a really popular um, you know, gamer, you know, gamer streamer, like a Twitch streamer gamer on YouTube. And he killed himself last year. And then one thing he said in his suicide video that that he that he that he um that he posted was like, Oh, I know y'all gonna forget about me. It's true. We pretty much did. Yeah. No one cares about black mental health. Like, yo, dudes be like, yeah, black kings. Man, all that shit be on fucking Twitter. You don't care. Like, y'all don't care. So black people are, are like the big as hell. Hey. Yeah. I, I got it. So before I get into why it's the education part, I just want to say, uh, quickly say this. The media is a big, the one of the biggest reasons why it's leading to this downfall. Because time and time again, they don't praise you for your credentials. They don't praise you for... Uh, how good you're doing the community. No, 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 no. That's not the way to get famous. No, you get famous by doing dumb stuff. For instance, World Star. I know everybody loves World Star. Everybody World Star. goes there, yeah, yelling World Star and stuff like that. But there was a video of it was about five or six black kids beating up another kid. This kid was like 14, 15 years old. And they stripped him butt naked, beat him up, stole his jewelry, emptied his pockets, took his clothes off, and people were just recording them and they yelling world star the people recording is yelling world star and they left them butt naked in the middle of a park and people think that's funny 
and these are black people doing this to other black people, and people think this is funny. But if it was a white guy doing it to that black kid, it'd be all over the place. So I, I it's it's to the point, and I, I'm not trying to get frustrated, but how can you ever how can you say Black Lives Matter when you have other black people killing other black people and you're not saying nothing? But the education part, the reason why I wanted to say education was because you never and especially for celebrities and stuff. Let me ask you a question. How many rappers you know besides J. Cole, um, uh, P. Diddy, and a few others? How many people you think have degrees or have a high school diploma? I know maybe five off the top of my head out of how many? Everybody else drops out of high school, talk about gang life and stuff like that. And everybody's situation is different. Everybody grows up different, and I'm not going to take that away from them. But there is a problem in the black community where you have to go get that quick money fast. You have to, you know, be the next rapper. You have to be the next basketball player. And they don't put an emphasis on education. And a lot of reasons why people turn to gang life is because they don't fit in in school. They feel like getting straight A's is, you know, they get clowned on for being a dork. I've been clowned on for being a nerd for, you know, taking school seriously. I, I enjoyed school. But other black people would yell at me, oh, you a book nerd. You got nothing else to do. You know, you a version. See what I'm saying? But, and, and, and that's the problem. And that has to be an emphasis on education, whether it's public school, private school, whatever. But we have to teach kids that your education is, is fundamental. Because like you said, <laughs> finances. People don't know their finances. A lot of football players go bankrupt. A lot of basketball players go bankrupt. A lot of rappers go bankrupt. Why? Because they, don't, they didn't take the time to go to school. They didn't take the time to learn about this stuff. This is all education. This is all, you could just pick up a book and read this stuff. You don't even have to go to school and take out loans. I'm not saying that. But, you know, once you get to high school, it becomes like this shift in mentality. It goes from, like, you know, elementary to middle school where everybody loves school. And the high school, you start meeting other people on the street who tell you, nah, you know, school's not really for you. You know, you, I have something else for you to do. That's how most people get put in gang life because they drop out of school because, you know, the OGs or the, the big homies around the block are looking for young people to help join their gang. And that's how they get, um, that's how they get corrupt into it. And I'm not attacking gangs or anything like that, but it has to be an emphasis on education. We have to stop putting, you know, uh, basketball players and rappers and even actors as an actor myself. We have to stop putting that as the main focus and start, you know, put emphasis on, can you read this book? Do you know uh, the five uh, systems of the uh, ecosystem? You know, stuff like that. People should know this stuff. People should know how to, to you know, what a credit card is. What is credit? Right. What is a credit score? But no, everybody knows how to, you know, uh, you know, people know how to find ways to make quick money fast, whether selling drugs or doing some type of scheme. Yeah, it's I, all I don't know, man. It's all, it's it's all, all it's all fundamental. What's funny, while you were talking, I just seen on Twitter, uh, it was like, swole niggas you, uh, don't have hands, and then they posted a, a video of a black dude slapping another black dude. See what I'm saying? Like, And it's got thousands of retweets and likes and all this other crap. And I'm like, you see what I'm saying? Like, no one, like, man, I, I just don't, I just don't pay, you know, this, you know, fake black unity, social media crap, any mind. I really don't. Yeah, and, and that's why I said the media is the problem, because they always reward the bad behavior. Now, now if there was that same black dude posting a picture of his degree, he'll get maybe five likes, 
two retweets, one comment. But that video of the the five do uh, five little black kids jumping at one kid, that got like two million views. You know, fifteen thousand comments, and it just goes to show, man, that the media is the biggest culprit. And and I'm not putting all the blame on the media. But media has to do better. We have to stop rewarding people for doing bad behavior. You know, posting pictures of you with guns get you more likes than you being at the library. I, I just don't get it. I don't support it. Not. And I think if Black Lives Matter really wants to be taken seriously by everybody, and even most black people too, we had to look at our own people. We have to start taking accountability and not yelling, uh, it's racism because of this and that. We have to figure it out a way to come together. We have to stop the shooting each other. Stop, you know, killing each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's the name? There was a rapper, YB, YBG Duck or something like that. He was another, like, 20-something-year-old kid who was shot in his own neighborhood. Now, I'm not going to get into that whole story because I'm not too sure. But he's right. another one. Going shopping, and a gang in Chicago rolls up on him, shoots him in cold blood. And and I one thing I will say is his mom knew what he was doing and didn't say anything. And I've seen this time and time again. You know, parents are going to news when their kid is dying. Not all the time. But, oh, he was a good kid. He would never do that. But everything he posted on Instagram was contrary to what you're saying. You're telling me he lives at home with you and you have no idea that at 3 o'clock in the morning he's out with guns. He's in his room posting videos of stacks of money and it's yo it it, it just it's crazy man it, it's just yeah we have to stop you know we can't just come out the woodwork when george floyd dies or when you know sean bell dies we have to do more than that you know when black people kill other people we have to stand up and say something and i've been paying attention to the news the crime rate is out of this world especially in these inner city communities chicago new york um uh, down south, and yet nobody talks about them. Nobody right. ever talks about them. Of course, there's going to be people who talk about it, of course. But the media doesn't cover it. Black Lives Matter don't cover it. But I guarantee you, if, if let's say, Don Cheadle gets harassed by a police officer, they'll harass a white police officer. They'll be the first one to report it. So That's a fact. Yeah, man. It's just, we have a lot of work to be done. Well, it's not, it's just, again, that that would just take the masses, a lot of people to start critically thinking, and that's not going to happen because it's not in style. And then when celebrities do, you know, try to promote that, it's really just for, in some way, shape or form, it's for their own benefit. So it's not really because they really want to see people come together. It's just because they want to make themselves look a certain way, not because that's actually what they want. Because it would take a lot more than that. You're not seeing Jay-Z's and, you know, LeBron's and all these guys really pushing that. They're not. Cause they're just entertainers. They just do what they do. And then that's it. You know what I'm saying? So like me, I always thought I'm like, man, you know, let me just start my own collective and then just build it from scratch. You know what I mean? Like kind of like, you know, ASAP Rocky, right? Like the whole ASAP mob. What do they talk about? Like I watched the interview, like why well, I listened to an interview, like maybe like two months ago, like it just kind of played on YouTube randomly and I let it play for a little while. They're all they're talking about was fashion and clothes. They wasn't talking about anything. And I'm right. like, like you get all this money and then that's what you sit and talk about. Fashion and clothes. I get that. I like to, I like to look nice too, but then there's just other there's other things that are, you know, just more important. But 
the values are just askew. So, you know, this is why. So people's values and what they place value on is not what we're talking about because that's why things have been the way that they are for a very long time. So the last time people had really black pride was probably like in the sixties, you know, in fifties when, you know, it was really outward racism and people's lives were being marginalized. You know what I'm saying? And then people had no choice to come together to make their lives better because everybody was affected. But once things, you know, started to open up and everything like that, nope. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what all these, all those gang movies were about, you know, because really a lot of the films that were really popular were about, you know, black gangs, black shootings, drugs. What is that based on? It's real life. Yeah. Yeah. And celebrities got to do better, man. Like these only coming out and talk about stuff because it's national it has to stop. Like, I've seen, uh, the only time I've seen celebrities come out in Woolwork was when George Floyd died. But I didn't see nobody screaming Black Lives Matter last year. I didn't see nobody screaming Black Lives Matter the year before. But, you know, now everybody is all of a sudden a Black Lives Matter supporter. It's just like, yeah, why y'all get away for someone to die to do that? And I'm, I'm not saying, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it when George Floyd passed. I, I didn't go to the protest or anything. But I participated in the stuff that was going on. You know, the um, Blackout Tuesday and stuff like that. But stuff like that is just like uh, only coming out when some when someone dies, it has to stop. And I, I want to say something too. This whole looting thing is getting absolutely ridiculous. And as black people, we have to stop praising this stuff. I've seen a bunch of countless videos of people. Uh, there was just one not too long ago on 42nd Street in New York where people was looting uh, Apple and, you know, local business owners getting killed from de defending their property. And I'm not saying it's only black people looting. We, I'm not saying that. But who's always caught on camera when this happens? Black people. So yes. keep yourself out of position. Keep yourself out of those situations. That's why I don't go to protest. That's why, because it only takes one person to do something for a bunch of other people to follow. And now... Someone's getting killed. Police gets involved. I'm a big dude. The last thing I want is a knee on my neck. But yo, yeah, because me, me and you are like, you know, saying six three, six four plus. Like, we're we're out and about in those types of environments. We're like the biggest targets because we stand out most out of everybody. You know, I'm not trying to be all up in the mix when all that stuff is going on. I don't want to get tased. I don't want to get maced. I don't want to get, you know, hit. With, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. You know what I'm right. saying? And what what again? What did all that amount to? back then this is march april if i'm not mistaken and look, look where we at now people still, still happen things are still happening now because there's there's no change and, and you know that's a whole completely separate conversation but as far as you know black people it's just i just say you know control the way you look out here yeah exactly you watch what, what you're but doing that, yeah yeah but they don't care and the thing is you you can hold the celebrities accountable to an extent because they're only going to speak out as much as they're paid to speak out or they're told to speak out because it's not, it's not, you know, what a celebrity is not going to, you know, remain in a, in a prosperous position by talking about what I would talk about if I was in their shoes, because that's not what they want. Again, this is systematic by design. You know, when you watch the matrix was funny, you know, everything that the main, that the protagonists were doing was by design by the antagonists. If you watch the movie, Everything right. that happened from, you know, Matrix 1 all the way until Neo talks to the architect was what they wanted them to do. So here they are thinking that they're being, you know, they're rebelling, you know, they're, they're trying to, you know, 
end the matrix, you know, beat the system and all that stuff. You're doing what they want you to do. You see what I'm saying? But, but, but until it's in style to, to just, you know, sit down and think, think about what's really going on. Things are going to be the way that they are because people are too busy listening to, uh, 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 YBN, Almighty J and you know what I'm saying freaking you know what I mean all all them corny rappers who who aren't talking about nothing you know right. and hey these rappers hey they found the cheat code of life hey because someone told you hey talk about this thing and I'll give you you know fifty million dollars you know would you do it yeah but you know what I'm saying so right. that's why yeah I, and and you gotta understand it ties into what I said earlier people in this world are it's an interpersonal society but the the American dream is to do what you can do for yourself and your family and repeat that's it it's not about liberation you know collective you know consciousness your professional consciousness i should say financial literacy the abundance of black businesses because people talk about black businesses all the time i don't see them out here i don't see any black banks out here i don't see anything out here you know what i'm saying there's no mentors there's no there's no one that wants to take me under their wing i have to figure out everything myself so this is is what i'm saying like we're just at, at a serious you know disadvantage that you know clearly isn't going anywhere and it starts from when you're born at home your family you know, the support that you have the network and then the wisdom and information that your parents have which usually doesn't amount to nothing so right yeah i i, I gotta say like yeah it's just the looter man people gotta stop that i'm seeing uh business owners getting killed i'm seeing black businesses getting looted and the, their owners getting killed like when I'm not going to get too much into the looting thing, but people was, when looting first started, people was like, no, it's right. You know, people uh, are frustrated and upset with the police and this got to change. All right, that's fine. But how long has it been? You still looting? You still uh, vandalizing buildings? Are really doing that now? Yeah, people still doing it. They just did it. Uh, they just did it in LA. They did it in New York maybe like three weeks ago. And so at this point, like Lord Jamar said, he was like, a lot of people out there, uh, a lot of people out there was, um, wasn't there for George Floyd. They were there to get a new Gucci purse, a new Louis TVs, Vuitton bag, a, a new TV, new sneakers, and phone systems, iPhones, iPads, all all this. For they were out there for for self gain, for selfish. Hey, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna tell you to stop looting, but watch what you do because, like I said, the we know all types of people out there looting. But who always gets caught in the in the camera? Black people. And what do they say? Black <laughs> people are criminals. So it's just a never-ending cycle. Just watch what you do. No, and- people need to be going outside to the lobbyists and the people who can actually influence change. Going to going to Foot Locker and ransacking a place is not gonna, you know, do anything but make people look bad and then give more, you know, police targets to shoot at and more people to beat up. Because you know they want to blow off steam. <laughs> you oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? You know they want to blow off some steam, so you really giving them an excuse. So, and it's just stupidity and ignorance and just, you know, stagnant. Because all, all, to me, it's just like watching Black Lives Matter movement. This To me, it's like looking at stagnant waters. It's like looking at a, you know, a pond full of algae. You know, the water hasn't moved in, in a long time. It's just collecting filth and, you know, particles and bacteria. It's not going anywhere. And the bacteria right. with that would be the looting and all the nonsense and, and the BS that, like I said, is not going nowhere. Right. Yeah. And my final thing is this, you know, I'm glad people are out there protesting and, you know, trying to make a change, stand up for racism. That is a big problem. But at the same time, as people, 
we have to stop looking at just a white versus black thing. We have to also start looking within our communities. You know, people went in, people don't say anything about it until it's their nephew, their husband, their brother, their sister, their mother, their wife get killed, and now they want to speak on it. If you know somebody in the street who's young and dumb, because, I mean, we're, we're all young and dumb for the most part, tell them, yo, let them know what's going on. Tell them get out the street. Tell them to do something else productive. With their life. Pick up a video game. Pick up a book. Go travel. Go do something. Gang banging is not the lifestyle for you. And I, I just want Black Lives Matter to not only come out the woodwork when a white guy shoots a black guy. It has to, it has to, we have to start working within ourselves because if we don't, we're going to destroy ourselves. And so, you know, any, any other final uh, thoughts and uh, things you want to get off your chest? Black people need to evolve. That's it. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I wanted to have this conversation because this is something I've been thinking about for a while. And I know a lot of people didn't want to talk about it because it's a hot button issue. But I think as black people, we have to make a stand and we have to make a change. And the change isn't going to happen by me going in a YouTube comments and, and saying that. I think this podcast um, is a great way for that to be relayed. So if you're listening, um, let me know what you think. Let me know your opinions. And definitely, if you have a different opinion, if you have something that you want to say, let me know. I'm always interested in getting uh, some different voices. But thank you, Dimitri, for another episode. This is really good. Very yeah. inspirational for me. Uh, and I'm sure uh, people who will be listening. And like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand. I got to call Robert Downey Jr. back. So this, this podcast is over. <laughs> peace. All right, peace, man.